0: If I'm in such a space where I'm overwhelmed and unhappy, like, grace is just so distant. It's like, I don't really know how to access it in a timely manner, I should say.
1: Hey, you. Welcome to the Surrender to Thrive podcast, a podcast that encourages Black healers to
0: put themselves first. I'm Melanie. Founder of to Thrive and Clinical Mental Health Therapist. And I'm Victoria, licensed professional counselor and founder of Trust Between Us, a safe place to store your thoughts. Every week, we'll be sitting down with folks from our community to have intimate conversations and take a
1: holistic and honest dive into what it means to be well. Right, y'all, enough of the professional intros because we're getting all in our feelings today. (laughs) So get comfy and join us for this week's episode. Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of the Serena to Thrive Podcast. We're your host, Mel and Vic. And today I wanted to start the conversation off kind of talking about happiness and the pursuit of happiness and all that stuff, but at the same time kind of feel like those conversations are redundant at this point. Everybody wants to be happy. We're all chasing pleasure and happiness in some way um, with some way, shape or form. And I feel like a better conversation to be had is how can we give ourselves grace when we're not happy? So we're in those spaces where we're not experiencing joy or contentment, uh, or pleasure, like how can we be kind to ourselves in those moments, so that we can, you know, move forward and and still, you know, experience happiness as we continue our journey. So that's the conversation I want to have today. Um, so, like, kind of skipping the how to be happy and uh, what are some things that make you happy? Like those, really, I don't know. They just, like I said, they just redundant at this point. Um, but more so. The bigger question is how can we give ourselves grace when we're not happy? Um, so Vic, like what's what's coming up for you as I've, you know, shared those things? I kinda like started
0: off with that question. I think the first thing that came up to me is like, what is grace? You know? Mm-hmm. Um, like I think I hear it so much to give yourself grace. And I know like from what I've like researched and seen and heard from other people it's kind of like this unconditional positive regard in a sense like that's what grace is supposed to be equivalent to right um so when I think about that for myself it's like I don't I don't know I feel like giving myself grace is almost like the same as don't beat yourself up right like that's Mm -hmm. what it's equated to but I don't think that when I'm unhappy I have access to that part of myself to see myself in that light where I'm deserving of grace. It it seems like if I'm in such a space where I'm overwhelmed and unhappy like grace is just so distant. It's like I don't really know how to access it in a timely manner I should say for myself. So it's like I usually tend to seek out like my tribe my people for grace and not even knowing that that's what i'm doing but in a sense like i'm just stuck so like the first thing that came to my mind is like how do i truly access grace if i don't even in the moment can access it for myself or if i don't even believe that i'm worthy or you know able to get such a thing Mm on my so i think that's what like that initial thought was
1: yeah, that's real because even when you say like, um, deserving, it sounds like you have to earn grace in a way. Like, I don't know. Is that's a, a bigger question too? Like, are we seeing grace as something that has to be earned and that's just not? It's just not given. Like, it's something that is, but I also think it's a barrier too of why we may not give ourselves grace, um, especially when it comes to like the unworthy part. Um, or we showing up in a space where we don't feel worthy Um, but I love how you mentioned how like reaching out to your friends is your attempt at receiving grace so maybe you um, I guess what I'm hearing is like when you don't when you're not in a space to fully give yourself grace you reach out to your support system so they can extend it um, for you at least to start Um, especially if you're not in a space to like start it right away on your own
0: Yeah, absolutely. I feel like to give grace to yourself, it, it requires a level of surrender, right?
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: it's always been something I've struggled with is this surrendering. Like I know our whole podcast is based on what have you surrendered to in order to kind of get to where you want to be. And like a lot of that has been surrendering to my own thoughts, you know, and that doubt. And then like you said, the idea that I don't even think I'm deserving of such a thing when that's the whole point of grace. It's not about who's deserving, who isn't. It's supposed to be given no matter what mm-hmm. and um that surrendering is where i get hindered and stuck mm-hmm. and so my friends i know that they're able to see me through the lens that it's just pure they see the side of me that is trying they see the side of me that is stuck and they can push past that and do what needs to be done like you said to kind of jump start that process and then i just kind of take over from there so it's like you know what, if these people can see this good in me, let me just bask in this for a moment. Let me take it a step further. So mm-hmm. they kind of initiated, not that I, I should have to rely on other people, but sometimes they just show up, even if I'm not seeking it out. And they, they just know um, because they know how I extend it to the others. But like I said, for some reason, it's just hard for it to start with myself. So mm-hmm. I, think it's, I think it's OK to have a person there or somebody who can recognize such a thing and, and push that um push the button essentially like here's your start button and then here you could take it from there like passing that baton on
1: Mm -hmm. yeah i agree i don't i don't think there's anything wrong with like reaching out to the people that you know you know are going to show up for you in that way um to like like you said initiate that practice of like giving yourself grace um i think it's actually a beautiful way of like having the right community around you so that you can um I don't know, not necessarily heal, but like so you, so that you can start those practices. It's like sometimes we just need that extra something um, to motivate or inspire us. And I feel like there's nothing wrong with that. Um, I think that kind of, I guess that grace kind of comes up when we like, we should be able to do that. It's like there are times we just not, like it's it's just, it's not always going to be 100% or 90% or whatever. It's, it's sometimes it's going to be 20%. So how can I get this extra? you know, this extra energy, this extra motivation and inspiration so that I can allow myself the grace that I need um, to receive the grace that I need for myself. Um, specifically for me, um, I kind of look at grace and I love that you start off with like, what is grace? Because um, that is something that we hear a lot, but nobody really like break it all the way down. Some people do. I have seen some some things on social media or just like, you know, in the mental health world where we do define grace um but to me grace is like giving yourself the opportunity and the space to like fuck up and also like succeed at the same time like it's like this instead of giving yourself this this little box that you only can do you know certain amount of things in this little box like widening your your borders widening the space that you're in to to make mistakes to learn to unlearn um obviously to give yourself a break like all these different things I think it's more of just like a widening of your capacity to like what is that called um to fuck up <laughs> simple that? like yeah. just to fuck up and I keep saying fuck up too because um I think sometimes we pose to feel like we, we gotta do things like perfectly or like in a way that looks good And if we're not doing it in the way that we expect it to be, then it's kind of like that's where we get to beat ourselves up, or like we should be able to do things like this, or we're therapists, we should do be able to do this, and why can't we do it? And all we got to ask people for help. Now, does that mean we're not equipped to like help other people? It's just like these different dialogues that start to happen when we are stepping outside of grace rather than like stepping into it. Um, So when I like I said, when I think about grace, I just think about. Just giving my space, give myself that space um to grow, to learn, to make mistakes, um, to be mad, <laughs> to be sad, like whatever it may be, is just giving myself that space. And I kinda I guess it kind of goes back to like the surrendering part, like um being able to like let go. And I necessarily let go is like let it go. Like I don't like trying to like, I don't know, like release it, like, what is that called? Release it where it's just like this one time thing where it's just like, oh, I released this and now it's never going to bother me type of thing. It's more so like acknowledging it, um, being aware of it, asking those, you know, asking different questions. And I don't know, just a, a moment to play, a moment to just to to process things, uh, a moment to be. I think that's what grace is to me is just to to be in whatever I'm in and um and not putting myself in a box when it comes to like making mistakes or succeeding or whatever it may be if that makes sense like that's kind of how my head is trying to wrap around this idea of grace
0: yeah I love that you used the word acknowledge because I was literally saying it in my head like it's it it is acknowledgement of all of the above right Mm -hmm. like this can exist but so can this I can be terrible at something but also great at another thing like it define me. And so I think it expands our uh, like you said, capacity, but also just our awareness of self to think about these things that are kind of multifaceted. Like there doesn't have to be only one truth. Like humans mm-hmm. are beings made up of so many different things. So it's like to not extend ourselves this, like I said, expansion or tolerance of multiple things to exist and be like you said, both right and wrong, both good and bad, like we will be robbing ourselves of balance in life and like feeling whole and complete because you need one to have the other. Mm-hmm. Like Experience like hard times or things that made us upset. We wouldn't be able to appreciate what joy is when we do have it. Um, Cause in reality, you're just not going to be happy all the time. Like there are going to be moments where you just don't feel like doing something or you feel down and it shouldn't take away from everything you have. And I think like that just helped me kind of redefine like grace is mm-hmm. that you know, it's understanding that I can have a bad day, I can have a bad week or even a bad month, however long it may be, but I don't have to necessarily equate that to having a bad life. It's just like not allowing myself to stay stuck in that moment. I think it's where this term and this idea of grace comes in, It's understanding that this can be something that occurred, but this does not have to be something that stops me from moving forward. hmm for sure, definitely.
1: So I think this conversation really came up for me because obviously we're like, wait, you not know, third week into the new year. And you know how they always say like by February, everybody's kind of like, you know, either falling off or maybe their routines kind of the, the stuff that they're, you know, wanting to do is kind of is coming a little bit choppy and consistent. And then eventually it's kind of like back to old habits that, you know, we wanted to rid ourselves of. So um i think it's important to to check in with ourselves um not just you know when we have succeeded in some way or when we reach the end of like a goal or something but actually doing this whether it be daily or weekly or just set aside some time to like have a meeting with yourself essentially like to be able to to check in to sit with things obviously to practice grace like I think those things are important. So that's kind of why I wanted to bring up the conversation because um, I wanted to get into, yeah, I wanted to get into like, since we are having a discussion about grace, how does that show up for you? Like what what is an experience where you were able to give yourself that grace or you wanted to extend that grace to yourself a little bit more?
0: Um, I think honestly, Just in the line of work that I'm in, like being a therapist, I think I have to extend myself grace daily sometimes because early on, you know, going into this profession, like you're learning, right? It's a learning Mm -hmm. curve to associate the client's um, outcome with the work that you do or your capability. And I think early on, I had to learn for one, like what a client does is not on me. You know, that's not necessarily my responsibility. So mm-hmm. I don't necessarily take accountability for any and every action. Like, obviously, when a client's doing something good, it's easy to say, "Oh, well, I did that." When really, I always tell myself, none of this has anything to do with me.
1: Mm-hmm. Anything
0: to do with them in choice. Like, I might motivate them to want to do the right thing, but ultimately, they're the ones doing it. So whenever I have a day or it's it doesn't go as planned, you know, with my clients, and I start to internalize that, I remember, like, no you did what you could, this is what you've been working on, this is not on you, things like this will happen. You know, there are going to be ups and downs. There are going to be progress and regression. So, you know, you have to understand that this is going to happen and that eventually something will stick. But I learned that I don't have to take all of that on. I don't have to take that responsibility on and then that guilt and that shame that comes with it when things don't necessarily go as planned or go my way. And so I think that's like the first um, experience of giving myself grace that I can like think about because I do it so often um, because I I get that. I need that reminder when that imposter syndrome sets in and I feel like I'm just a chicken with my head cut off, running around, just pulling things out of thin air sometimes because you just meeting people where they're at. um, I have to just take that moment to pause and realize like. What things have I done positive? You know, I often joke and say, Oh, I feel like a real therapist today. Like, <laughs> you know, after certain sessions, like that, you just feel like it's such an impactful session that you're unpacking trauma that they have never touched before. And then other days, I'm like, Man, am I doing the right thing? <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> you know, it, it's just that balance, like I said, of knowing like it's okay. It's okay for a client to regress, it's okay for them to. Not necessarily, you know, follow their treatment plans and just go against the grain because that's what's going to happen. It's all a part of learning, though.
1: Yeah, that's (laughs) that is so real because I feel like, you know, like even when I call, I'd be like, "Oh my god, it was a great session today," and I just have all this energy from the interaction from the session. And then it'd be other sessions where I'm just like, "Lord, (laughs) (laughs) yeah." But I have to remind myself that, like you said, that's part of the journey, that regression, that progression, like, it's it's kind of going to go back and forth until you get into, like, this groove once you are continuous continuously unlearning and then learning. It's going to be that back and forth, and that's something that I remind my clients, too. Even even with this conversation, I was like, um, it was a couple, and I was like, it was our last session because um, they were going to get transferred to a new therapist um, because I was leaving my position, and I was telling them, you know, like, y'all gonna fuck up. Like, I know y'all feel like y'all had some progress, and now it always feel like y'all just moving all the way backwards. And I'm like, this this is a part of the the process and the journey of getting to where you want to be. L- make room for y'all to fuck up, and give grace to each other when y'all do, and just understand how much grace, how many times you want to be in that position though. That's the only thing to be aware of, like, how much grace you're extending to someone if they're not, um, if they're not changing or you know attempting to to rectify the problems in the relationship um because there are going to be times where people mess up or they say to, say some things that were hurtful or do this thing but they're correcting themselves and if they're being aware of like the things that they're doing that may cause issues in the relationship to me that's progress because people do move and interact with people and don't know how they're what they say and how they treat people can really impact them, um even if it's in a way that's like not necessarily. um What is that called? Not over covert, but I guess very like direct. I guess it's the same thing, but because um, I experienced it, like even with my sister, like would be certain things I say and, and she'd be like, "Damn, that's fucked up," and I didn't realize that it was something that was fucked up. Um, or something that was hurtful for her, especially if it was something um, that we joked about before, and like her saying and me being aware of like now I understand how to like, communicate this part of the conversation rather than the way I used to communicate it, um, because now I can understand how this can be hurtful for her and look at it from her point of view, um, or any relationship if someone comes to me and says like, "Uh, that that sounded weird to me," or whatever it may be, yeah. um, but one way i have extended grace to myself is doing this yoga challenge if anybody knows yoga with adrian she is (laughs) the shit um (laughs) shout out to uh, yoga with nico as well um she has a challenge um as well so
0: i've been looking at her as
1: too but i have been consistently showing up every day with yoga with adrian and um and that's been really great. Um, but some of them poses, some of, some of the movements are very, can be very advanced for me um, as someone who practices yoga inconsistently. Like I would get into a group of doing it, you know, here and there, um, but it hasn't been consistent as it's been lately, which we on day like 20, I think day 20 now, day 21. Um, and Anytime I feel like it's too much for my body, yes, I do challenge my body in certain ways, but I, I stay in it and I breathe through it. And with her motivation, I'm like, yeah, I can do it. And then every other moments, I'm like, girl, I'm taking, I'm putting my knees down. I, I, I need that break. My arms is burning, my shoulders burning. Like I, um, I give myself that grace that I, can't, my body doesn't look like her body. My body is not. Um, it can't. It can't go into these certain shapes and positions like her body can. But I have to remember adrian been doing yoga for fucking i don't know how long but <laughs> right. definitely longer than me and you definitely can see that she practiced more so that's how i stand myself grace when i feel like um i guess you're getting that that, that period of like this space of like comparing yourself to somebody else or a business or how someone else's business looks or how someone life's look or how somebody else's body looks doing yoga or or getting into this position i kind of just be like Oh, damn man! No, they, they had this business for like seven years why are you trying to be on a level of somebody had a business seven years and you're just starting out um just being more re- realistic about my own journey and that has helped me tremendously like throughout the years and that's how I stay sane and don't really compare myself I just really just inspire by those types of individuals like yeah Asia can do this pose but I definitely do feel stronger over the course of these past couple of um, weeks or days or whatever like i i I notice significant change in how I can hold things and do things, but I still can't do certain things, and I'm like, that's okay, so that's like to me a simple example of like allowing myself to grow and change and not be able to do something, but still continuing to do it because it makes me feel good um kind of going into like that happiness like what makes me happy um so yeah, I think that being able to extend grace to ourselves is important on this journey, no matter if you're a doctor or a nurse, a therapist, social worker, whatever, like I do feel like it's important to know that you are still human and they're going to be d- days. They're going to be months. They're going to be years where you cannot necessarily show up in the ways that you want to show up. And that's okay. Um, and really asking yourself, how can you give yourself grace, in those moments um, when you're not happy, where you're not feeling joy or contentment or whatever it may be. Um, because we all know it's one on one ways, you know, a thousand ways to be happy. Um, but what are the ways that we can extend grace to ourselves? And that's the question that, you know, we explored today. And we wanted to um, extend that question to the audience as well, those of you listening. Um, but yeah, any last thoughts Victoria, on this topic or anything in general?
0: No, I think that's real. Like, you know, the last thing you described, just checking the facts, you know, whenever I have a moment where I'm just spiraling essentially, and I, I'm pulling everything, but the positives out, um, I have to check the facts, like what is true right now in this moment, you know, yeah. and who told me this is true? What proof do I have to show that my negative view of thinking is the right way? And if I don't find any, I let it go. And I'm like, you know what? Let's bounce back. Let's shake it off. Like you said, give myself that grace and let's get back on track. And I start doing things that I know are true, that I know help me to get grounded and get back into alignment with the thoughts that I want to actually have and the thoughts that I want to radiate out into the open instead of the negative ones that, you know, often come up first. So,
1: yeah. You mm-hmm.
0: pointed that out, checking the facts.
1: Definitely. Super helpful. Um, my last words really is to the audience. Like, I see y'all. <laughs> like, I, I see y'all. And I can tell that there are some loyal listeners um, of the Sorrento Thrive podcast. And I just wanted to thank you all um, for listening. And I also want to ask you all a favor. Take one minute out of your day just one minute to download the podcast if you haven't already so that you don't miss an episode. Um, you can see when we release episodes, they'll just be ready for you whenever you want to listen and also leave us a five-star review on Apple podcast and Spotify. If you, depending on which one you listen to, we don't have to be both, but um, if it is both, thank you. <laughs> I see that most of you do listen to on um, Apple podcast. So, um, but either way, please leave a review let us know what topics you enjoy hearing us share and discuss um, which episodes are your favorite um, or just anything that um i don't know just anything that you love about the podcast um because i do not many people in person they tell me certain things i'm just like great like that's super great but we do you will benefit from reviews because it allows other people find the podcast and to join this community as well. So those are my last words. Um other than that, remember the journey is never complete and we'll be here next week.
0: So next time